0: Hello, welcome back to a new episode of the Starting Excite Podcast. Nico Kramer, joined by wonderful two co-hosts, Mattia and Spencer. Mattia, how are you?
1: Doing good, doing good. A little upset about the PSG draw, yeah. but we'll get through it. And what about AC Milan yesterday? We're not, te- we're not speaking on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm, I don't want to be the man who brings up excuses, but, you know, I think Milan has a little bit of an excuse for this one. I mean, props to Manchester United. They played a good game even though the goal was bad, in my opinion. It it wasn't a good goal. It was just sloppy from us. But injuries this season, our medical staff is just horrible. But you know how how a bad medical staff can impact the team better than most people. Yeah, and and of
0: course, Spencer's another person that knows that. Um, (laughs) But but Liverpool, you know, they got to win. They got to win this past game in the Premier League. So, next winning ways. Spencer, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. I'm very excited about the Champions League draw.
1: I, I wouldn't. Liverpool
2: definitely got one of the easier ones.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. We'll get
2: into that. And I'm excited to see them for addressing the competition. He says All
0: that. Right, as uh, well, place. <laughs> All right. A little bit of cockiness. But, you know, so I, can, I can see that from a Liverpool fan. Um, so we'll hop right into the games. I guess we'll start off with I think, in my opinion, the biggest one: PSG and Bayern. Um, mm-hmm.
1: shoot, I mean, do we I want mean, to talk Tia about this... the results from the past weeks. Before? Well, I think we
0: did. Oh, okay, okay, no, that's, right. That's, right. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, yeah. okay, that, let's take it back. I guess, yeah, the biggest upset has to be uh, Porto knocking out Juventus. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of there's just a lot of. I mean, there's a lot Palestine to say, but stories. we can. Condense yeah. Them.
1: Go go, we'll sure. Go what were your thoughts, Tia? I mean, personally, I think. It's just, we see this every year. Italian teams seem to mess up in the Champions League, and they just, it's the stupid mistakes uh, that are caused by inexperience that cause them to head out before other teams, like Milan's mistake yesterday, um, Atalanta's mistakes against Real Madrid, for example. Lazio, of course, played Bayern, but Juventus just had too many mistakes this game, and they had opportunities to close the game out. Before extra time, they didn't. They didn't take the the chances. And honestly, on the free-kick goal, I think uh, it was a stupid foul and the wall was misplaced. I don't think the wall should have, should have jumped. Chesney could have possibly gotten to it. That's a valid argument. It's not a game you should be losing. And I think you also have to talk about Pepe and a masterclass from him. Give props where props are due. Porto held tight with the red card and managed to pull through. But... They did and they did uh get uh drawn to where they play next round. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. I, I think this is the end of the road for them, but very surprising and sad to see Juventus head out and Ronaldo.
2: Yeah, I mean overall I think it was a very entertaining game. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best soccer games I've watched really in years. The drama through extra time all the way to the end was insane Mm -hmm. but I definitely feel sad for Ronaldo who although he didn't have his best game Mm -hmm. is kind of stuck in a unfortunate Juventus rebuild project that probably isn't exactly what he signed up for in Buffon of course having never won the Champions League it's kind of sad to see him go out so early and kind of without much of a fight from Juve almost because this is really a Porto team that should be beating easily mm-hmm. yeah and, and on top of that I mean it's a
0: Porto team that had they got a red card in 54th minute um and so yeah. you I would really think that they're able to take care of uh, business and as you say Spencer Ronaldo had a bad game um and then he had a you know Porto's goal stupid free kick horrible wall still think Chesney should, should have saved it if you're going to get a whole hand on I mean, it.
2: I think it's harsh to blame Chesney. No, it's harsh
0: to blame Chesney, but for me, if you're going to get a whole hand on the ball, I would I expect mean, it
2: to be saved. He also saw it late. Yeah, that's
0: fair.
1: You can blame I, the wall. You can blame the ball I blame goalie. the
2: wall more than Chesney. Yeah, I'd agree that. I think that's the wall is to blame. Because that's probably one of the worst walls I've ever seen in any soccer game, not just professional. It was yeah. shocking. And I think...
0: I mean, as a neutral, what it, it was really frustrating to see um, Juventus go out and to see Ronaldo go out in the sense of, you know, they brought Ronaldo here to win the Champions League. Um, they go one season with the squad that they had assembled, just trying to add him in, and now they're rebuilding. And I just think it's such a waste of money on their part, paying him huge salaries. Um, you know, he he, does, he, does, he has one bad game, and, and they're not able to win. That's really frustrating. Um I think as a neutral, that see Juventus, which is kind of throwing away this whole transfer of Ronaldo. Because it's a failure. That's just the reality of things. It's a failure of a mm-hmm. transfer, and they're gonna run it back next season. You know, with the still of a, still a young team, they're not gonna win it next season. So it's just gonna be another kind of failure year. I don't think. Depends who they add this
1: summer. They can yeah. Some moves.
0: Yeah, it, you know, Chiesa is a great player, but I mean, look that midfield is 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 a you know Ramsey. Ravio, Arthur, these guys that couldn't get games in at their former clubs, so mm-hmm. I'm not, this team is not going to go anywhere, and that's, I think that sums up uh, Juventus' season as a whole, and I mean, Matia, there's a lot of people saying that, you know, Pirlo, the fact that he still has a job is kind of crazy. Um, Is it just because he's an ex-player, they don't want to, you know, he's a legend at the club, they don't want to get rid of him? Because I have to be honest with you, if this was Sorry or Allegri, I think they would have all been gone by now.
1: No, I think, I think, the difference with the sarri situation is that Sari tended to divide the team and he wasn't always on the on the best of terms with the team pirlo is the opposite he's played with multiple of these players he played with a uh, chiellini bonucci he played with buffon so he knows he knows this team he knows the owners he knows ev- all the staff and so i think in that sense it's different and also he's a new coach right so you have to give him more time than He's new to coaching, so you have to give him more time than say a sorry uh sorry would need. And the season's not even over, so he can still go on to win this area. A. it's gonna be tough, but especially as we said, he's in a rebuild project. He's stuck in it as as well as Ronaldo. So you have to give the man a chance before uh moving on to someone new, especially because Juve's moved on has changed a lot in, in terms of managers recently, and I think they need stability more than anything right now.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a fair point. Um, and I think we, we can move on to another game. I mean, Dortmund and Sevilla mm-hmm. uh, ended 2-2 in the second mm-hmm. second leg. Dortmund going through by one goal. Yeah. Not a lot to say on this game. and don't want to waste too much time on it. But, I mean, Spencer, Dortmund. you know, it was Holland, got both goals in the second leg. And mm-hmm. I think overall Dortmund will just kind of take this and move on. I mean, I have to be honest with you. I think Sevilla did shoot themselves in the foot on quite a few goals over both legs. But Dormund probably deserved to go through. How how much of a contender are Dortmund moving on um, in this competition, do you think?
2: I mean, before today, I, w- I was going to have them as a dark horse. But I think they got very unfortunate with the draw, which we'll yeah. get into later. But I think they're a very good team. They're very dangerous on the attack. I think
1: mm-hmm.
2: Erling Holland has really been performing like one of, if not the best striker in Europe up there with probably Lewandowski and Kylian Mbappe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think as long as they have him, they'll always be within a shot in a game because in the Champions League, just a, a goal here and there, a moment of brilliance, is really all that separates a lot of these top teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. what what are your thoughts? I mean, I think... Again yeah the the draw is very unfortunate it could have been much more favorable for them but it's going to be a test and of course there's uh we always hear rumors about and where he might end up and Man City is definitely one of those uh clubs that he has been linked to heavily so it's going to be interesting to see uh him face off against uh a team that he's been linked so so much with end to see if Guardiola is going to try and recruit him after the two the two legs it's gonna be fun to watch, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as I said, I think really, I thought Sevilla just did not have a good display defensively in either game. Um, and and you know, Holland is a difference maker, and I think City, of course, we'll get to the we'll get to that as I said. But City's probably goes through, but Holland will be an issue for whoever he's playing against. Um, mm-hmm. and I definitely did not, as a fan, I definitely did not want to draw against Dortmund just because of Holland. Um. It's just just kind of an, an animal, to be honest. But we'll mm-hmm. see what type of damage he can do uh, mm-hmm. in, in Manchester. But I guess the next game is PSG and Barcelona, of course.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The trashing of Barcelona in the first game. Five-two. Uh, yep. Ends 1-1 one, one in the second game. And I think, I mean, to be fair, you know, Messi had that missed penalty, right? Could have brought him yeah, in with two goals. He had a banger in the everything. game, too. I think PSG kind of did escape a little bit of uh of a possible oh, yeah, comeback sure. Barca had so many chances.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I think if you if you substitute Dembele with Suarez in that game, Barca have a good chance of going through. If you yeah. change if you change those two players. Because Dembele like missed a lot of chances. And of course you have to give credit to Navas. He was phenomenal in that game. Uh my opinion he was the man of the match. Yeah. But sure. um Dembele again disappointing and Messi of course I think if he scored the penalty it would have changed a lot because you have momentum going into the second half uh, it's only a two goal lead uh, you just have to score two goals to go to extra time which isn't undoable but yeah unfortunate to see another goat At out and it's the first time I think that neither Messi or Ronaldo have been to the quarterfinal in like I don't know 15 Since years something like that.
2: 2005
1: yeah it's something Oof. insane like that so yeah, it's unfortunate. But I'm happy to see PSG go through. Personally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Spencer, look, PSG was an underwhelming performance in the second leg, no question about it. But where do you I mean do you still are you able to rank them along with City and Bayern or just beneath them or where where are you putting them?
2: Uh sorry, can you repeat that?
0: Yeah. I think you know, where where are you putting PSG moving on in this competition? I mean, are they I, up there with City and Bayern think, or not necessarily?
2: I think they're a tier below City and Bayern just yeah. because they, ha- they haven't really shown that quality throughout the entire year. I mean, you have to say it's been a very poor league on season for them. I mean, yeah. I believe they're in third right now, maybe
1: second. Sec- second According to their of, standards, it's poor.
2: Ahead of Lyon on goal difference. And so, I mean, you just can't put them on the same level as Man City and Byron, who both pretty much have already wrapped up their leagues and have been performing in the Champions League as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, personally, I, I think I'm with you. I'm not going to put them with Byron and, and City, but, you know, this is, we have to remind ourselves that this was without Neymar in both legs. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's only... And Di Maria. You know, some people... First. Right.
2: But, I mean, Neymar doesn't really help the defense, which looks very yeah. poor against Barcelona. I mean, I yeah. think
1: Marquinhos and Kempembe on their like on their day, and I know it's weird to say, but I think they're one of the better center-back pairings left in the Champions League, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. yeah Kempembe is that's very part.
1: underrated. So is Marquinhos. I don't think yeah. he gets the... Credit he deserves, but of course the fullbacks are. Krizal was just shockingly bad.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think PSG are still going to be strong in this competition. Of course, adding Neymar, um, and some can argue that's a negative. I think it's. I definitely think it's positive. But mm-hmm. um, we'll watch to see what they can do in that next as we get to on uh, there in the episode. Okay, next game: Liverpool and Leipzig, two zero second leg, two zero the first leg. Spencer, I mean, there's a lot. Of, you know, ups and downs for Liverpool. A lot of. A lot of talk defensively, lead, offensively, lead, but look, four zero overall aggregate against a pretty good Leipzig team. Mm-hmm. Um you must be
2: pretty happy with this. Very happy with that. I think in the first leg they definitely got a little lucky with a couple of their goals, but overall I think it was two of the best performances Liverpool have put in this season. And really in the second leg, there wasn't a moment where I thought Leipzig We're gonna come back. I think Liverpool managed to do game very well. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you know, it's yeah. I think it was a little bit underwhelming from Leipzig, considering how well they're doing um, in Germany, even with losing Timo Werner. But they really didn't put a lot of pressure on Liverpool.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate to see them, but I think it can be. I think it's going to be beneficial for them, especially in the Bundesliga, so that they can secure a uh, top four finish and be in the Champions League back uh, next season because I, I wouldn't have seen them go through against Real Madrid for say for example uh, but yeah I, I, they didn't really put much of a fight up and the formation that they play with the players that they play I don't think they have a real true 10 like number 9 and so that hurts them in my opinion and uh, Upamecano also made some silly mistakes in the first game too Put them at a disadvantage early on, so it's unfortunate. But Liverpool definitely deserved to go through and played played very well.
0: All right. So yeah, Liverpool moving on comfortably in that fixture. Uh, move on to another one. Real Madrid Atalanta, of course, one zero first leg to Real Madrid, three one second leg. Um, and I mean, Matia, I think you know, there's been a lot of uh, talk about Atalanta being very, mm-hmm. you know, playing very timid, very scared in that second leg. Um, what were your thoughts? I, think, on that? I mean, you think they should have abandoned their attacking force in the second leg, or, or they should
1: have gone for it? I think they they should they definitely should have gone for it, and they're they're the type of team that uh, will go for it at all costs, uh, especially with the type of coach that they have and the formation that they play and the players that they ha- that have, especially on the wings, the wing back positions. Um, the Zapata, his presence, in my opinion, missed in the first half of the of the yeah. of the game, they still started out really well, but Madrid was overall dominant, and I think that center midfield really made the difference. Uh, they moved the ball. Yeah. I think Atalanta really messed up in that center mid, uh, and of course you have to give credit to the Real Madrid center midfield, who played exceptionally well, and Vinicius, who at the beginning of the game when Madrid seems to turn off, Vinicius was the only bright light, uh, and yeah. he is, honestly, I think he's an incredible player, he's just missing the finishing touch, and he can do everything else at such a young age, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so what were your darts?
2: Uh, I think, sorry, not going to lie, I kind of blanked out for a minute.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What were you saying? What were your thoughts on that? The... What, what were your thoughts on Madrid-Atalanta?
2: Oh. Uh, so, sorry, my fault. My mom sent me something that distracted me. But, sorry. Uh, Madrid-Atalanta. Madrid Anto- I think it was a very uh, – I think the performance from Atalanta was disappointing. I think we're kind of used to seeing very attacking football from them. And Mm -hmm. in the first leg, especially, they were hampered by the red card. But in the second leg, they just didn't seem to pose much of an attacking threat, which I must say is partly due to Madrid's performance. But I still expected more of a fight from such an attacking team Mm -hmm. like Atalanta. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think overall, in the beginning of the game, Atalanta came out and they were high-pressing Madrid and Courtois had, I think, a uh, record touches on the ball um, in one half since he's gone. Since he's gone to Madrid, and because they came out very attacking that first twenty twenty five minutes, mm-hmm. um, and then they died down and, and laid back. And I thought that was just a wrong move because at that point, Madrid, as you can imagine, with that midfield as Matillo you said they just take yeah. over once Madrid's midfield as once Luca Modric and. Tony Cruz take over a game. It's really hard to get back into it.
1: And as you've seen I over the years, the first goal, which was a stupid error by the keeper, really yep. flipped the switch yep. for both teams.
0: Yeah. No, that that was a key moment. And that opened up the game um, a little bit more. And Madrid, you know, Madrid was just dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was disappointed with my performance. I agree with you. I was, I, know I said before the first leg on this, on the podcast, one player I was really worried about was Zupata. Um, he didn't start this game. I thought he should have started this game. Didn't, but look overall, Madrid—that was a dominant performance. Um, needed to be dominant, and so I'm I'm pretty pretty comfortable seeing that um, mm. that that go down. I am okay. Next game: Man City vs. Gladbach. Not a lot to talk about here. Yeah. Oh, um, City. It. Yeah. City's just a machine. Yeah. Who is stopping them?
1: Uh, Bayern. If them yeah. if that then nobody I think. I yeah, I don't know. Nobody. I'm scared. I'm scared of City. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm I'm pretty scared too. Um as a neutral in this competition. And I mean
1: So we can move on to talk about uh Bayern lots because of course nothing much to say about City and Gladbach. Oh we expected Yeah. nothing no outliers really. City's just on a roll. Bayern Lazio, kind of a similar story. I expected Lazio to put up a little bit more of a fight. Honestly, um, a lot of bad goals in the first in the first leg, uh, which made it very unfavorable for them in the second leg. But I didn't expect Lazio to win at all. Um, but yeah, Bayern just being dominant once again, uh, and then I hope to see them. Um, Put up a similar performance against PSG and hope to see that clash but we'll talk about that later. What did you think about yeah. about that that game, the two games, the legs?
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was just dominant from Bayern. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not you know I'm, I can't say I'm surprised in the slightest yeah. thoughts who haven't been that good this season in their own league. Sure. Lewandowski is just a robot. He scores every single game. Mm-hmm. Um and you know 6-2 overall they they took you know the, The leg was done after the first game, so they came into the second game. I'm sure you know two one is a little bit closer, although again Bayern could have had many more goals. But dominant performance, Mm -hmm. Um, and there's not a lot to say there. I'm sure we're going to get that same um, type of Bayern, same Lewandowski in the the next fixture that we'll talk about after this. But um, moving on, Chelsea Atletico Madrid, Matia. What were your thoughts mainly on Atletico Madrid because there's been you know Simeone has been getting a lot of pushback. There was no offense in either legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and even being down 1-0, of course, on aggregate coming into this game, they still looked like all they wanted to do was defend. Now, people can say there should have been a penalty. I think there should have been. We'll get your thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Um, on Cueta, of course, the right card, although you know, the game was really over by that point, yeah. but whatever. So what were your thoughts on the Atletico like Madrid? We'll-, we'll touch on them first before going to Chelsea. So I'll be
1: honest. I only watched the second half of the first leg, but I did manage to watch the whole – the whole game of the second leg. Uh, so I'll talk may, may, mm-hmm. mainly from what I saw in the second leg. Um, and I think, of course, the first leg was won by an incredible goal, but either way, Chelsea would have gone through because they kept two clean sheets. I think the second leg was uh, very much affected by two masterclass performances, and that was from Rudiger, in my opinion, and Kante, Nolo and yeah. Kante, who... Both of them played an essential role in, in this game and this victory for Chelsea Rudiger, who at the beginning of the season didn't seem to be uh, a guy who would start at all. He would, might get a couple minutes off the bench here and there. I thought Chelsea was going to get rid of him because he was dead wood. But, I mean, he's completely turned around uh, this season and he's been an essential yeah. part of this Chelsea team. And you got to give props to them for that. And Kante was just incredible. I think... Chelsea benefited from good performances from Havertz, from Timo. uh, And overall, I think they played very well. I think Atletico came into the game with the wrong mentality and they didn't really manage to attack a lot, uh, attack Chelsea's defense a lot before they were really constricted to in the final minutes of the game where they got, in my opinion, some of the better chances uh, in the final minutes, which is unfortunate. The the, uh, The penalty, I think... Could have been called definitely and I think the red car on Savage is very unfair. Um but I mean the the penalty could have been called. It's it's a little soft in my opinion, but as really quite a shouldn't be putting his arm around around um who was it, Llorente, I think, or I don't remember who it was. Yeah. Uh so yeah. But either way I think very good performance for Chelsea and I think Chelsea fans can be happy about that and confident going into the into the next round against Porto. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and Spencer, do you think this leg was more up to Chelsea's dominance or Atletico's unwillingness to really... I mean, we Chelsea talked it
2: after the first leg that Atletico would need to expand, but, I mean, I just don't get why Simeone wouldn't capitalize on his opportunity to do something. I mean, in a sense, you don't really have that much to lose. You're down one goal, especially after... Uh, ZX scored the first it would have been the time to finally change but it just doesn't really make sense why he stayed in his very defensive formation and although Chelsea played well I don't think Atletico provided that much of a threat to their defense which has made it much easier on Chelsea yeah
0: and you know from from a Chelsea perspective um Again, as a team, unwilling to attack, so they kept two clean sheets. You know, I would hope so. Um, and they they did what they need to do. Of course, you know, the last goal is coming on the last second, three v one counter. But um, you know, there's in Spain, there's been a little bit of a growing report from, of course, as you can imagine, a very, very, very small part of Atletico Madrid ultras saying that Diego Simeone's style of play, while wow, it's you know it's the DNA of Atletico Madrid. Um, it is prohibiting them a little bit in these competitions, and you know guys like Joel Felix that they've bought for over 100 million, and he's having to defend more than mm-hmm. attack. I mean, Matia, M- 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 what are your thoughts? Is-, is Simeone, of course, he gets paid about 49 million dollars uh, a year, so one of that probably the yeah, highest paid yeah, coach yeah. in sports. I can't even think of another one. But um, look, is he is he is this style of play is it too extreme or yeah. it's just kind I of think, unlucky?
1: I mean it seems to work in La Liga, right? He's had a good, Atletico have had a really good season in La Liga, uh, dipped in form a little bit recently, but still a great season overall. They're still first place. Um, But in Champions League, it just hasn't seemed to work recent in the recent years. And I think it is a little bit too extreme. And especially if I was an Atletico supporter, I'd be very frustrated because it's a team that's personally, I don't find them fun to watch. It's, not a very dynamic team and this play style is very boring and it's extremely d- defensive a little bit too defensive and it doesn't allow players like Joao Felix to really express themselves and of course Joao Felix only really got into the game like started creating chances in the second part of the second half which is way too late for a player of his caliber um, and so I think I don't know if it's time for him to leave because he's had so much success and he might even win the Liga this year, but it's definitely a conversation that yeah. uh, should be had.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, overall, he won't be fired. Um, no way. Atletico Madrid's upper management have said, you know, he, he will never be fired. He'll have to leave um, if, he, if he's not going to coach Atletico Madrid. So
1: there's no worry about
0: that. But I think in the long term, um, Atletico Madrid really and, – and I see them sometimes in the Liga play – Attacking, I've seen it a few times, very few times, but a few times. And you know, he, he, it's one of the, he, he doesn't have to be one or the other, um, ultra attack or ultra defensive. You can have a little bit of an in between. I think they need to find that sooner rather than later. But okay, that does wrap up the recap from the last um, round, and we're on to the quarterfinals where we've had the draws this morning. Um, some very good mm-hmm. ones, some easier ones. But I guess we're gonna start off with the big hater has to be Bayern and PSG. Um, Spencer, let me get your thoughts and let me get a prediction. This is going to be really, really close.
2: Definitely the marquee matchup of the round. I think it's two of probably the three best teams in the world at the moment, along with City. And I think this could go either way. I think both of the attacks are better than the defenses, so I think we're going to see lots of goals. But... I think – I honestly think it could go either way, and I'm just going to have Bayern going through in a very close game.
1: Okay. let's you? I hope PSG go through, and I think they're going to be able to put up a, a good fight, but I don't see Bayern really – it's a replay of the final, and of course the final was very tight – game but on two legs in two legs I think Byron is gonna get the better of PSG.
0: Yeah, I it's gonna be it's gonna be really close. I just
2: Neymar gonna be healthy. Um, and I think Yeah.
0: Well I think so, yeah. So you know, again people I'm saying people forgot, you know, PSG's gonna add Neymar. Um but I think you know the reason I'm gonna go with Byron as well just is because of Lewandowski, who I don't see PSG's defense um, or anyone's defense really in the world um, shutting him down. And so I feel like that's automatic goals right there. And PSG will score, um, but in which it, it yeah. is really hard. But I'm going to go just – I'm going to go just Bayern, um out of this one just because of the one man, Lewandowski. And, of course, on the flip side of that, you know, the winner of that game will face the winner of Manchester City and Borussia Dortmund. And Mateo, you know, of course, is a heavy favorite in City. What can Dortmund do or, you know, can they do anything to uh, get into City's head and maybe advance?
1: Mm. I'd say they really have to control okay. the midfield, no. but it's going to be hard to do because they don't really have yeah uh, good midfielders. They have to score... They have to They have to score, but it's going to be tough again against a great defense that Man City has. Well, they've been a great defensive team as of late, and they have to be perfect defensively because we know what Man City can do. Uh, they can score four or five goals a game easily. It doesn't matter who they're facing, so it's going to be very hard for Dorman. I, I don't see them getting close to winning.
0: Yeah. And Spencer, you like to take the upset on City sometimes. You're going to take it here. I think it's going to be a closer
2: game than people expect. I think City are going to struggle with Dortmund, especially with Holland. But I just think the matchup of City's attack versus Dortmund's defense is way too great for Dortmund to overcome. But I think it will be a close game, but I can't see Dortmund going through.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with both of you guys. City is too good. Um, Holland, I think, will, you know, he'll probably get a goal in one of these, in one of the games, maybe more. But City is just too powerful. And, and that's right. You know, people who want to really beat City, um, you know, controlling the midfield is a big part of that. And not many people can control the midfield against Gundagun, De Bruyne, or whoever else is out there, Rodri. I mean, there's so many options. So it, it, I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I mean, I guess I guess that would leave what we've chosen, Byron and City, um, for that. And we'll come, back, we'll come back to that prediction in a second. And now we'll shift over to the other side of the bracket. And I guess what we'll do, we'll do Porto and Chelsea first. Um, maybe knock it out of the way. I don't want to say knock it out of the way, but, you know, a little bit. Especially, no. Can Porto do it again? I, mean, or is it I think,
2: just, think no? that really <laughs> the only team that Porto could have upset is maybe Dortmund. Just because they don't have the best defense, yeah. and they're probably the weakest out of the group, but Chelsea especially is a very hard matchup. I don't see them mm-hmm. getting many chances because under under Tuco, it's the Chelsea defense just hasn't made any mistakes and have really shut down opposing teams' attacks. So Porto mm-hmm. won't get the same. Easy goals that they got against Juventus in the first leg, which yeah. put them through. So I think Chelsea will be able to easily handle them.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's much, much else to say, honestly.
2: Yeah, I
0: mean, Mattia, you're taking oh, four. Two, sure. I'm assuming.
1: Bro, Oliveira is gonna <laughs> score a <on> hat trick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that would be That would be pretty crazy. Seems... Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chelsea as well. I think we're all gonna go Chelsea. Okay, so now this I think really big game. Yep. A lot of storylines here, as you can imagine,
1: a including the derby. a lot, of, a lot of them.
0: Including is the, Ramos in gonna break
1: Salah's other arm? Is the question? <laughs> the, <laughs> and that's, and that's,
2: that's then, the question? The Nico Spencer um, derby. Okay. Yeah,
0: so it's a little bit of a starting XI podcast storyline as well. Um, one of the bigger storylines in this game. I'm just joking. But Real Madrid, Liverpool. Okay, I mean, guys, Spencer, I'll, or I'll start off with you, Matia. actually. who, Who's, you know, what are your thoughts? Who who do you think is going to go through? Um, all, all the good I stuff.
1: don't know. Do I have deep hatred for both teams. I think they're just two very bad teams. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, we already talked about this a little bit privately, but I think Real Madrid is going to get the better of Liverpool, even though, of course, Liverpool very good on the attacking end. Can always make things happen with Salah and Mane. But defensively, you're going to have to contain Vinicius and Benzema and I mean, In this, in the center mid, I mean, Tiago has been underwhelming. So it's going to be very tough for them. Uh, and I don't see them them pulling through. I think Real Madrid is going to get the better of them in a close game.
2: I uh, I think you know what I'm going to say,
1: but. <laughs> I think Liverpool are going to go through.
2: I don't think that Madrid's attack of Vinicius, Benzema, and Rodrigo are going to provide that many problems for Liverpool. I I think while Benzema is a good player, I just think Klopp will be able to figure out a game plan to shut him down. And I think Liverpool are going to have a little extra motivation after the final... Uh, loss with a couple questionable fouls by Sergio Ramos. But I think this game especially would have been insane to watch with fans. I think Ramos would have gotten quite a reception back at Anfield.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And
2: I still think he might. I wouldn't be shocked if for the second leg there was some sort of uh, bus welcoming for the Madrid fans or Madrid players. Mm -hmm. But I think Madrid Liverpool will be able to go through in a not as close game as people expect.
1: Bro, so
0: <laughs> look, I'm I'm um, this game is gonna be close for me. Uh, I could see overtime. I could see penalties. I could see one goal difference over the two legs. I think it's gonna be really close. I think, um, you know, Madrid had
2: so that experience. Liverpool.
0: Um. I think Madrid have not as much though. Um Madrid will Madrid. dominate the midfield. You know, I think I think Madrid have been the best midfield in the world this year, I'd be honest with you. Um Madrid just playing like he's 20 years old, it's pretty crazy. So I think look, if they can get Carver Hall back, which would be great because Vasquez is, is weak defensively. Um they'll have the they'll have the nice defense, courtois has been great. The midfield I think they're going to dominate Liverpool as they've been dominating other teams um, this season. That's That's been their key. It's been a field for Madrid this season. And up top is always my worry for Real Madrid. Uh, Vinicius, wonderful <laughs> player. I have no faith in him scoring a goal. No faith. But Benzema, of course, his stats be from spe- speak, uh, speak for themselves. I mean, he's he's an amazing striker. If he's if Madrid are going to get goals, it's going to be from Benzema, mm-hmm. most likely, about 90% most likely. Yeah. Um, and so, look, I, I do think Madrid are going to get through over these two legs, but I think it's going to be close. And I – really, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this one because, you know, yeah, all the storylines we're about, Ramos, our storyline, you know, blah, 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 blah. I do think Real Madrid will beat Liverpool, though, um, overall. And I think – I don't know. I'm telling you, it could be a penalty penalties type of second leg, uh, something like that. It's gonna be really close, I would imagine. Um and we'll definitely talk about that more in the future. But okay, so that leaves right, if we if we're taking well we're, we're gonna take Madrid in this one. I know Spencer used you think we're gonna go through. We're gonna take Madrid in this one, two to one. So that would leave Madrid and Chelsea versus Bayern and City. Okay. Who's winning Bayern and City first? We're we'll gonna have to
2: talk about that. First. City. Wait, Spencer Bayern okay. or City? City, who would go through? Yeah. I mean so. I don't think we should get two into it but I just think yeah, City are a better team than yeah. Bayern Munich and we'll be able to go through but I will say no matter who City planned the final okay. I think they're going to lose <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, well, okay. I guess I mean okay. it's yeah. kind of like our Sorry, mini my, March Madness
2: I guess my Liverpool beating City in the yeah. final
1: okay
0: Okay, you think so? You think
2: so? Yep. So Liverpool I'm a little would less Chelsea, delusional. Well.
1: I'll go with. Okay. City in the final <laughs> against. <laughs> All right. Chelsea.
2: Yeah, who's winning?
1: You think so? Okay. Up the
2: Chelsea. You think? <laughs> you th-
0: you on, think why so? Not? Why not? All right. Hey, look, I'm. I'm gonna. Oh. <laughs> look, I think when Jade's coming out. I think they'll beat Chelsea. Um they do get to that position just barely though. And I'm not that confident, but I think they could. So I think it would be Madrid in the final. Uh, I mean, Bayern or City, I, I guess, I guess I'd take, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Bayern for basically just no reason whatsoever. I, you know, just, just as a 50, 50, really either team go through, but I guess I'll just take Bayern. Um, and I do think Bayern will beat Madrid if they, if they get, if that is the final. I don't, See Bayern losing to the in, in, in the final, but um, yeah, that'd be my little mini April Madness mm-hmm. tournament. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I think I think that does effectively wrap up um this this Champions League uh, episode. We'll get to the top five leagues. We'll get to the leagues and some quick hits in the next episode early next week. Um, it will come out. There's a lot of action going on, especially in Spain and in uh, mm-hmm. France and so on. The top four and blah blah blah. blah. So. We'll get to that in the next episode, but per usual, thank you guys for listening. Um, And we'll see you guys in the next one.